Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to Slayer Talk, where we talk about Slayer slang. Sometimes they're slaying people that don't need slang. <laughs> my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my wife, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It's been a good week here. It is February 16th, 1999. It was. It is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was going to ask if people had a good <clears throat> Valentine's Day and talk about our Valentine's Day. Did okay, and then was came out of my mouth because I was thinking about Valentine's Day. Carol has the inability to <laughs> think of two different things at the same time. So, have you ever been like typing something and then thought about something else and then typed what you were thinking of instead of what you meant to type? No, it happens to me not, all the time. Not one time. Does that happen? <laughs> no, actually, I have had instances where I've been writing or whatever. I guess maybe typing, too, but where I've been writing, like, by hand, and then I start writing what I'm thinking of mm-hmm. instead of... But that I always kind of thought that was, like, a writer's thing, but it happens to you, too, huh? Yeah. Interesting. I thought it was an ADHD thing, but, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know if I know exactly what that is. Is that, like, ADD? Uh-huh. Okay. I don't... <laughs> Wow, the look of derision! If you guys could see, you're like, yeah, you you don't you don't read all the books that I read. You don't know. Yeah, not everybody reads. Not everyone has copies of the uh, DSM four or whatever the fuck it's called uh, by their bedside, like you do. Sorry, it's okay, honey. Is I that what it is? You. DSM. It is the DSM, but okay. it's I think DSM three. All right, whatever. And I don't freaking sleep with it like a bible or something can i ask you a question if i started reading dsm3 uh would i be lost because i haven't read dsms one and two (laughs) i did it i did the joke everyone diagnostic and statistical manual cool just so everybody knows part two electric boogaloo (laughs) that's the one where they have to save the rec center right what the diagnostic people have to save the rec center I don't know what you're talking about. It's the plot of Break Into Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Anyway, we didn't watch Break Into Electric Boogaloo. No. We watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer Consequences. Yes. Because there are some consequences in this episode, but are there? This is a cra- no. This is a <laughs> crazy episode. There's so much going on in this episode. There's a lot going on. Buffy's drowning at the uh, the beginning of the episode. Yeah, she's having a nightmare. She's having a dream where she's drowning. Most of the time where I have dreams that involve like water and drowning and stuff like that, I wake up wet, but you know. Oh no. Um, I hope that's not uh a problem. Sex with mermaids. Because we do share a bed. I, I don't think Nocturnal that would be missions, nice. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm referring to. That's so gross. Like, that's more gross than, like, if you were talking about peeing in the bed. Can I can I admit something? I don't know. Here on, on air <laughs> for you? all of you. Sure you can. That I have never admitted to anyone before because I, I always felt like a fucking freak, right? I've never had a nocturnal admission. Really? Not once. Huh. And I heard guys talk about it. Never happened to me. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I just started masturbating early or what. <laughs> wow. Well, it's, it happens because of a buildup of that, that, right? And, like, that's why it happens, I think. I mean, that can be part of it, sure. 
But I never, I've never had one in my life. I hear people talking about it all the time, and I was just like, oh no, something's wrong with me. Because you know how you know how teenagers are. <laughs> they think <laughs> if so, if something isn't exactly perfect or whatever, they think something's wrong with them all the time. I don't know that I'd consider nocturnal emissions perfect, but sure. Well, it's a, a normal thing that's supposed to happen. They t- tell they told us in health class, and and you know friends would talk about it and stuff like that sometimes. And like you know, it seemed like oh well, yeah, everyone's it's it's a party. Everyone's having nocturnal emissions. So you were just on top of the job, you think? I don't know. <laughs> you kept those pipes clean. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't necessarily super young when I started doing that, so I don't know. Mm. Maybe my guys are just patient. I guess so. <laughs> anyway, you know who's not patient? Our listeners. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about the episode. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Buffy is having nightmares about drowning and the mayor's guy they killed and Alan. Uh, Faith. Yeah. Faith is like, trying to kill her, too. Yeah. Sounds in her like, dream. Sounds about right. I mean Well, she's and I understand like she she was she died by drowning. Mm-hmm. And then she was almost drowned again in the last episode. So I get why she that would be a, a nightmare she'd go to. Yeah, I feel but, like that was a nice touch actually. And also she she threw the mayor like Faye threw the mayor in the water. She said she logged the body down or whatever. Oh yeah. And so in her dream the mayor's assistance trying to pull her down with him mm-hmm. and she breaks free but then faith's like no fucking get down there yeah well i can see that now faith's a kind of a bitch monster maybe something even. something's happening with her and she's not okay what it is ain't exactly clear but <laughs> there was a man with a gun over oh, there geez. what i know that song you're not gonna trick me this time what what's that sound there's something happening here. What it is yeah. ain't exactly clear. Oh no, yeah, we're in I Vietnam. I know that song. What's I don't know the name every, of the song, but I know that every song. Time, every time uh every time uh that song plays, you're transported to Vietnam. <laughs> they play that in all the Vietnam songs. It's called For What It's Worth by Buffalo Springfield. Is it about Vietnam? Yes. Really? There's a man with a gun over there telling me I've got to beware. Mm-hmm. Stop, children! What's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. Mm-hmm. I think it's about. I honestly, I said that so confidently, but I th- I think it's about. It's about the Kent State massacre, maybe I think, uh, which was a Vietnam War protest. It's very. It's tied to Vietnam, I think, very closely. Okay, I think it's more. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'd have to talk to the members of Buffalo Springfield. Late fee nineteen ninety four at aol dot com. If you're a mef- member of Buffalo Springfield. But uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's more about the home protests and stuff. Okay, because you know there's there's that like uh, thousand people in the street, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't think it was Vietnam, but that makes mostly sense. mostly saying hooray thing. for our side, you know. Yeah. yeah, all right. I think it's about the protests and stuff. Anyway, good. So. Um, I don't remember, like, exactly where we go from this, but um, Faith is, you know, like, totally unwound. She is. She was all wound up, and now she's unwound. Well, they find the body. The first thing that happens is, I guess the the inciting incident, is they find the body. 
Faith was supposed to have like disposed of it. They're well, never gonna... she did. She just did it poorly. Yeah, they're never going to find it or whatever. But the first thing we see after this nightmare is uh, Buffy's mom watching the news. And they're like, oh, hey, did you see they fucking found this body in the water? Yeah. So Buffy and Faith are, you know, talking about, you know, what to do, debating back and forth. Buffy's like, we should tell Giles. Faith is like, fuck you. Right. And... Buffy gives in, but then is talking to Willow later. Yeah. And decides that she should tell. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> you look so placed there. So. <laughs> Do you remember that sequence of events? That's correct. I am proud of myself. It's not easy to remember it's all the not, things. not easy to remember something that we just watched. Correct. <laughs> My brain is not right, all right? That's all right. Um... Yeah, so they like they be, well they go into school and then that that replacement watcher whatever his name is mm-hmm. Charles Wyndham Samuel Coleridge the third sure <laughs> uh, Davis Love the third he's a golfer uh, anyway so that guy mm-hmm. they uh, he's like hey why don't you investigate and Giles is like they don't need to do that I mean it's a it's a, a human murder. matter it's probably a human murder why would he think it's anything but a human murder. Yeah, and, and he's just like, well, I don't care. I want them to. And then it becomes like a power pissing contest. So they're like, yeah, Faith's all like, yeah, we'll investigate, sure, because, you know, pretty Whatever, easy. Yeah. Pretty easy to investigate yourself. Yeah. We didn't do it. <laughs> uh, so then they go to the mayor's office. And when they go to the mayor's office, they discover the mayor and Mr. Trick together. And is it, is this when the mayor finds out he's indestructible? Or that was, was that last, last episode. episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, th- that's one thing that that I don't understand because later in so they go to the assistant mayor's office. They're looking for evidence. Hey, why was this guy here? Was he trying to tell us something or whatever? All his papers have been shredded, which we kind of saw in the first scene. Is that uh, the mayor was shredding papers and he's like, "Oh, this usually brings a smile to my face, but Alan, my Alan's gone." <laughs> and then later. Mr. Trick and the mayor see on their closed circuit television that uh, um, Buffy and Willow or Buffy and Faith were there. And he's like, what the fuck? Kill these two. Why Why? don't you kill them? True. Why are they watching the footage of their closed circuit television or whatever? I don't remember why. Weird. But agreed, yes. I think they they noticed like something was amiss in the office or something. I don't know, but yeah, they're like all of a sudden he's like, "Look, they're they're here's my favorite part, Mister Trick, where they overhear us talking, and we know that they know I'm evil now." <laughs> yeah, I agree. Though he should do his own dirty business since he's indestructible. Yeah, I mean he's Captain Scarlet over here. Does he have any other powers, or is he just indestructible? I don't know. He has the power to be sliced in half and then come back together. Yeah, it looks like the Terminator. It does. Or Terminator 2? The liquid metal, yeah. Oh, it's kind of cool. He's liquid metal. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't I don't understand why he doesn't do that. So everybody's kind of talking about what to do to help Faith because she's... Yeah, so a lot of this, a lot of what happens in this episode is tied into Faith and Faith's psychology mm-hmm. they're talking a lot about because when she oh oh yeah what what we gotta we gotta 
we we skipped a part we got that we can't skip over because okay. this ties into the um, this too where Buffy like you you were talking about Buffy's having a conversation with Willow and she basically like kind of breaks down and is like Will listen look what happened this fucking shit mm-hmm. and she was like we well, gotta tell Giles and she's like yeah I guess I do you know I, I feel bad because I don't want Faith to go to jail <laughs> so she goes to tell Giles. But who's already there coming out of the office? Yeah, Faith, who threw her under the fucking bus and says that Buffy killed the guy. Yep. And then what she a had to psychotic hose beast. And I'm sitting there shouting at our TV. And I'm like, how the fuck can Giles believe this woman? Yeah. Over Buffy, who he has much more history with. And because he's like, Buffy, get in my fucking office right now. She's like, but I didn't. Yeah, she's never Go. she's never seemed more like a little kid than now. She's really good. Like Sarah Michelle Geller is I mean, I guess it's I guess it's maybe long overdue to say she's really good, but like she's probably I don't know exactly how old she is, but she's probably like early twenties, twenty to twenty five, something like that. Um and she really is very good at playing a very convincing seventeen year old girl mm-hmm. lost and afraid and someone who is like in control and tough and badass when she needs to be. It's a dichotomy of characterization. She does it really, really well. She does. And if you've ever seen an interview with her, you would see it's even more impressive because her real life persona is like a valley girl. I was going to say, she's just like, yeah, like all bubbly. Yeah. She's like sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. And then, and then she just turns into Buffy. It's amazing. Yeah, that's it, it's awesome. She does a great job. But yeah, she's very much like, but, but I didn't know it, you know, kind of. Mm. And, but more endearing than I just did. <laughs> so she goes in there and Giles comes in and she's like, Giles, it was, he's like, I know it was Faith, yeah. And so like that, that instantly quelled my <laughs> anger that he would believe this newcomer over Buffy because he's yeah. like, yeah, I know. She's not a good liar. <laughs> I, I figured it out, Buffy. Exactly. And, um, He's like, so here's the thing. Uh, Slayers have killed people before. It happens. You're out there fighting vampires and, you know, every once in a while a person's going to get in the way. Like, you know, and usually it's not that big of a deal. Which, you know, that does make sense. It's just like when you're in war, like there's civilian casualties. You should try to mitigate it as Mm -hmm. much as you possibly can, obviously. But yeah, I mean... It can happen on accident, especially when vampires look exactly like people when they want to. Mm -hmm. So he's like, but the problem is, is that she is in complete denial and she is not dealing with this psychologically. This is a very bad road for her to go down. See, I don't agree with that, though. I don't think she's in denial. Like, it's like it makes it sound like she almost believes the lie, but she doesn't think Buffy did it. She knows she did it. No. But she, I think his bigger point is that she doesn't want to accept responsibility for it. And I don't think she wants to admit that it's affecting her in any way. Right. And I think that's the, is. I think that's the denial part. Yeah. Um, so then after that, he's like, but we got to figure out how to, how to reach her. You know, he's like, usually what would happen is the council would get involved and the council would be like, Hey, we got to have a little investigation, make sure that this was all above board and stuff. It was really an accident. Which it totally was, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, and then, you know, we can go from there. 
And usually it's not any big deal or whatever is what Giles says. But he's like, but I'm not going to call the council. Which, why would he? He got fucking yeah, kicked off the of council course. or whatever. Um, but unfortunately, a little piss boy uh, is listening to them. Yeah, so the council still gets called. But in the meantime, Buffy is brainstorming with the gang about what to do to help Faith, which, like, that's awfully nice because she did, again, just try to throw Buffy under the bus. I'd say fuck her, who gives a shit, but right. whatever. But uh, Xander said, fuck her, I will. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, you know, I, I'll go. I'll go talk to her. And, and everybody's like, uh, you? Like, yeah, what, what sense does that together. make? Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't even talk to her. He's like, well, we have a, a connection of sorts. And they're like, what? It's like a, a docking procedure of, <laughs> of a kind took place. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, uh, I think Willow was the first one to finally get it, that yeah. they slept together. Yeah, but then everyone else is like, oh, oh. Well, that's still probably not whatever. Yeah, Buffy's like, um, no offense, she doesn't uh, usually care much about the people she's made connections with, or right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, and she, yeah, she's she's like, no offense, uh, Xander, but like, she usually laughs at them behind their back, and he's <laughs> like, why would I take offense to that? Yeah, but Willow seems very stricken mm-hmm. by the to use to use a word you love by the whole situation. Yeah, and then we see her alone crying in the bathroom. Which I don't get. You, so just a little peek behind the curtain, everybody. Every once in a while, Carol and I will have a conversation together (laughs) that we don't record and release to the public. It does, yeah, that does happen. So you seem to think that that was, I was like, that's weird to (laughs) me. She's with uh, Ozzy Mandias or whatever his name is now uh, and everything but you seem you you were like no that's that's pretty normal yeah pretty because believable. women especially teenage girls want all the boys to want them uh, and she wants Xander to want her still and the idea that he wants anybody else even though she's with somebody else is gonna bother her it's just the way women are built interesting like you know girls are gonna fall prey to that thing more often I think than guys where. Like, they'll get jealous if they see, like, their ex with somebody or, you know, because oh. they, they don't want to, they don't want them, but they don't want anybody else to have them. Interesting. That is interesting insight into the female psyche. So, yeah, to me, it makes perfect sense. Did you read that in the DSM-3 or in no. Cosmo Part 2? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cosmo has amazing information, by the way. I know you read Cosmopolitan Magazine a lot. And the UK version as well. Oh, do you? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I read Maxim. That is, uh, that's a decent magazine as well. It is. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Xander takes it upon himself, though, to be like, you know what? I think, I think our connection was a little bit maybe deeper. Like I got, mm-hmm. I got a little bit farther in there than some others. Which is ridiculous because she, as soon as they were done, she shoved him out the door. He wasn't even dressed. She just yeah. handed him his clothes. Yeah. Like, obviously, she doesn't care. No. He was a penis. Like, yeah. that's it. It's like, he, he could have been a doll. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure had he not been there, she would have been using her toy or whatever. Right. He was just convenient. Yeah. But uh, she, he goes to her and is like, hey, you know, so we know you killed this dude. And she's like, Buffy killed this guy. And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I heard that version. And, um... He's like, so, you know, we should talk about this. We should, whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, you want to talk? I know what you want. 
Yeah. Well, at first she wouldn't even fucking let him in, and then it's like she gets all scary <laughs> once once he's in there. Like you can see something just shifted in her. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then she well played by Elisa. Yes, that's true. That was very good acting. But yeah, she throws him on the bed, straddles him, and she's acting like maybe they're gonna have sex, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's being kind of flirty. She's like, I can do whatever I want to you. Is that is that flirty when uh, when a woman throws you on the bed and uh, straddles you? I've then I've been flirted with a couple times. <laughs> have you now? Not recently. <laughs> anyway, the day before our wedding, but. Yeah, of course, that, that marriage thing just cuts off all the sex, right? Ah, yep. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts fucking choking him out. Exactly. And, and not, not in, in the good, good way. way. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it in my eyes? Or were you just, or we just, we just were there on the same I think page. we were just there the same. Wow. Um... Like, I was really starting to be afraid for him, and then... I thought he was going to die. And then Angel shows up out of nowhere. Like, that really seems too convenient that Angel just happened to buy. Angel's been in the background of the episode, though. Like, when the police are doing investigations, the police are, like, taking whatever, and he's, like, he's flashing back to blood on Buffy's hands and stuff like that, and he's, like, lurking around there, and then, like, other people are talking about it, and he's lurking in the background. So it's like he's... It's almost like he's doing an investigation that we True. don't get to see, yeah, on, like uh, off uh, off screen or whatever. But yeah, he's like in the background of some of these things, so I think he's aware of the situation. But he saves Xander and takes by clobbering her with a baseball bat. Clobbering, yeah, interesting uh, terminology. Yeah, rhymes with slobbering. Yeah. Then he drags her unconscious body back to his lair mm-hmm. and ties her up with chains. Lair. And again, not in a good way. I no. mean, like that could be wholly kinky, but sure. they use chains a lot in this show and they I don't do. feel like they use them properly. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Apparently I need to buy some chains. <laughs> but um, yeah, they have her chained up in, I don't know, what does he live in, a crypt? I think it's a house. I think it's just like, uh, it was not a house. Well, it's something. I don't know. It's where the the where the one woman that wanted to like fucking kill him or whatever. Remember that episode? There was an episode where there was like a woman. She was taken over by a something. No, some kind of demon or something. No like that. idea what you're talking about. Uh, there was an episode a while ago. But it's like all stone. There's a fireplace. You you know, it's usually lit. Yeah. But like you can just like walk straight in from outside, and because it's like all stone and everything, I I don't know. I feel like it's like a crypt or something. Maybe it's some, something like that. I don't know. I don't know either. It's but. his little hidey hole. And he's talking to her, mm-hmm. and she's acting like I don't know a fucking feral animal, basically. Kind of like he was. Yeah, he she he's trying to get through to her. Basically say, like, listen, Faith, I've killed people, you've killed people. They don't understand what it's like. All they've killed is monsters. It's, like, very easy to stab a vampire and be like, oh, it's a fucking monster or whatever. There's a demon. Like, I don't care. He's like, but we've killed actual human beings. And, like, that affects you even if you want to act like it doesn't. And he's trying to have a conversation with her about it. And she's mostly being resistant to mm-hmm. it. 
And she's, you know, trying different ways to talk him into just letting her go. Uh-huh. Um, which, like, when he finally seemed to maybe be getting through to her, which I really don't think he was anyway. They, somebody says that, Buffy says that in the episode, like, Angel was starting to get through to her. And I'm like, eh, maybe. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, not to his fault or anything. I just don't think he had enough time. Yeah. Um, but then the council shows up. Because yeah, because the little, guy had called them. Well, douchebag called them. And they take her. They throw fucking, like, I don't know, crosses and, like, a net around mm-hmm. uh, around Angel. And then... And they just leave him like that, too. And they grab her and, and arrest her. I guess we should be glad that they just left him like that, though, because really it's like a vampire killer council. Like, right. They could have just killed him. For sure. But, yeah, they take her. They're like, you're going to, you know, come with us and be tried and whatever. You're going to be under arrest and... Um, they don't get very far. No, because she just beats the shit out of all of them <laughs> and says, let me go or I'll kill you to the one guy, which he lets her go. Smart. And she's like, I'm fucking out of Sunnydale. I'm going to get on a boat. And then Buffy tracks her down and is like, Buffy's the one that's like, I, I should be able to get through to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they talk and that that's when Faith is like, no, fuck this. Like, she's using that whole, like, want, take, have mm-hmm. philosophy with everything now. And she's like, we're better than them. We're more evolved. We we, we should be able to kill them. She's talking like I've heard evil vampires right. talk, talk in, I don't know if in this show necessarily, but in vampire fiction in general. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, we're more evolved. We're a better species. We're like, above humans. Yeah, they're like cattle to us, so fuck them. We can kill them if we want. Yeah, it's no good. No bueno. Um, so she's like, you should come with me or whatever. And they fight, and then Buffy actually hits her. Mm-hmm. But before they can have a full-on fight, Mr. Trick and his gaggle of vampires. His gaggle? Wow, you got like the thesaurus out for this one. That's what you call, uh, that's what you call a group of vampires, right? A gaggle? Sure. <laughs> What would you call them? I don't know. A sleuth? I don't know. How about a murder? A pride of... Like, a, like ravens or whatever. Murder's pretty good. Or crows. Yeah, crows are a murder, yeah. yeah. Ravens are a rookery, I believe. You know weird things. Yeah. Um, I, It's probably a pack, right? Now, it should, I think you're right. It should be pack of werewolves, obviously. And I think it should be a murder of vampires. Yes. Anyway, so what are, what's a group of bats called? That that a roost? Sure, that sounds right. So that it might be, it'd be a roost of vampires. Okay. Anyway, so they uh, they start fighting them, and Mister Trick grabs Buffy, and he's like, "Here comes the fangs," and he's about to bite and kill her again when Faith intervenes and stabs him and obliterates Mister Trick. So that. Very, very brief background character mm-hmm. that seemed like he was going to be this big bad thing uh, is dead. But Buffy keeps ending up almost dying like a lot. And I feel like they're making her character weaker than she should be. Oh, I agree. Like she should be able to handle Mr. Trick. But they want to they want to avoid the Superman problem. They want mm-hmm. they want her to be. They want her to still be able to be in danger. Sure. Because well, yeah, otherwise the there's no tension. And they want Angel to save her, too. Right. But I do think sometimes she gets saved too much. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. She should do more of the saving. 
But so Faith is just like, you know, whatever, we're even, I'm I'm taking off. Yeah, I'm leaving. So that's kind of where the episode ends almost. Except almost. there is an addendum. Guess where Faith goes? Not out of town. No, she goes right into town. And knocks on the mayor's door. And says, hey, I killed fucking Trick. Heard, so. heard you got an opening. Yeah. I've killed both of your assistants. So you may as well just hire me. Right. And then she's like, oh, I'm coming to my office. It's crazy. And that's where it ends. So she's a turncoat. Now, I have a suspicion mm-hmm. that she's actually going to end up helping them from the inside to was try that, to redeem herself. Was that suspicion based on what I said at the when the episode was over? Where I think maybe she was going to be a double agent. Oh, no. I didn't remember you said that. I did say that. Okay, fine. So you and I had the same idea. Yeah. You said yours first. Congratulations. You get a cookie. No, no, no. You said it first on air. That's all that counts. You get the cookie. <laughs> oh, do I? Mm-hmm. Is that a... I'll get the chains. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that is the episode. That's how it goes. That's how it ends. It is. So yeah. we'll see uh, what happens with Faith next. Yeah. Tell the people... Where to buy their own chains. Uh, so you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com mm-hmm. and share the tapes with your friends. A pod of vampires. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.